0: It's episode 12. Episode 12. Lucky number 12. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 10K Dollar Day. I am Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. Oh, and usually we say, and this is 10K Dollar Day, but we already did that. (laughs) Did we say that? Yeah, I said, this is 10K Dollar Day. I'm Lulu Picard. Oh, okay, okay. I just remember the 12. (laughs) Though this has started off well. Um,. Welcome, everyone. We're excited to have you here. Um, We are busy. We've been really busy planning for the live taping in St. Pete on the 25th. So I hope that's on your calendars if you're in the Florida area. And if you didn't hear last episode, we are doing a live taping of this podcast sandwiched in the middle of a cabaret because don't tell anyone it's a bait and switch Um, (laughs) (laughs) at Freefall Theater in St. Pete, Florida on Sunday, the 25th at 7 p.m. You can get tickets at www.freefalltheater.org, but here, no, .com, .com. com. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If you post about it on social media and you tag either Allison or me, or 10 k dollar day. Yes, or 10 k dollar day. We will contact you with a code for buy one, get one. Um, ooh. ooh. everyone likes a BOGO. So mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and, and send some people our way, and we will thank you with the only currency we have, which is a free time to watch us talk.
1: Yes, we can offer you time.
0: We can offer you time. That's about it. How's yep. your week been, Allie?
1: It's been good. It's been busy. Uh, Lots of little projects in the works. Um, Still on the cleanse. So that's been okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're done soon, aren't you? I am done on... Actually, when this drops, it will be my last day. Oh, great. So I'm in the process of like adding in things now, though, to see how it affects my system. So I did gluten uh, a couple days ago. And, um, I didn't notice a big difference. I did feel like I was a little more tired than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I felt a little bit more congested, but then I didn't know if that was just because of the pollen. So I was really having a hard time deciding if gluten was actually affecting me or if I was just trying to create something
0: in my head.
1: So, but anyways, I'm back on it. And then I add in dairy, uh, in a couple of days to see how that now affects me.
0: So, what was hardest to give up—the gluten or the dairy? Wine. Okay. <laughs> when do you get to add that back in?
1: On Wednesday. Yay! Like, yeah, that's been the hardest because it's something that I just look forward to every night is a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and so I've been switching it out for hot tea. Um, And it, it does still relax me and it's soothing, but. I don't know. It's just not the same.
0: No, well, you're right. It's not the same for you. But a lot of people, a lot of people relax without wine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in you that you could find a placebo of some sort. <sighs> I say that while I'm drinking a gin cocktail, oh, but oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know it's, it's great. It's, it's okay. actually, um, if we fast forward, it's actually my current obsession.
1: Ooh. Um, I
0: have a favorite gin right now. You know, we've been talking about how I've been trying to improve my gin palette. Yes. Um, And so many gins are... Gins are very, very different. I uh-huh. Like, I'll love one and hate another and love another one, whatever. But I found this gin called Green Hook Gin Smiths. It's made in Brooklyn. It's an American okay. dry gin. And it's wonderful. I mean, really, nice. really great. I don't know where else to get it. I got it in New York... Um, I'm sure you can find it other places, but it seems pretty small as far as production wise. And Mm -hmm. my favorite, (laughs) my go-to come home cocktail right now is that gin over ice with sparkling pineapple sparkling water and lime. What made you even put those together? Well, I was shopping for tonic at Target and I couldn't find the tonic. I went up and down several aisles, and then I went into the sparkling water aisle, thinking I would find the ton- the tonic there. Couldn't find it, and instead I saw a bunch of flavored sparkling waters, which I like anyway. Okay. And so I was trying to think of one that would go with gin, and it's perfect.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's really lovely. I
1: love that you called it your come home. What was it? Come home cocktail. Your come home cocktail <laughs> sounds like a like an infomercial for gin. <laughs> Gin and pineapple. It's your come-home cocktail.
0: It is. It's a come-home cocktail. It works for me. I like me. that. Yeah. And it's easy to nice. make. And um, even though it's, you know, it it's just sparkling water in it, so I feel healthy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Why not? That is my obsession. How about you?
1: Well, okay. So my obsession. Um, my obsession, actually, I found the coolest, uh, what are they called? Tupperware? The Ziploc Tupperware boxes.
0: Like a container with a lid that snaps?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. But when you take the lid off, it has a little tiny Tupperware that snaps into the lid. So that I can put my hummus in the tiny one, put it on the lid, but then put the lid on the bigger one, and the bigger one is full of my veggies. So I have it all together. That's cool. Yeah, and it came like that. I'm obsessed with them. I gave one to Emma and her lunch and I put ranch dressing in it. It doesn't leak. It's just really, really sturdy and it snaps right in and I stick it in the washing washing machine. That's not what I stick. in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Domestic goddess. You,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I probably would, um, in the dishwasher. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've used them like every day, multiple times a day. I carry something with me all the time now. And I always have a dipping sauce because you know I love my dips. I
0: love a dip.
1: Yeah. So Any now dip. So I have the dip. Yeah. yeah. Any dip. That sounds love awesome. It. Except for the Chipotle cheese dip.
0: Where is that from?
1: At Chipotle.
0: Oh, you mean the actual queso from the new queso at Chipotle?
1: It's awful.
0: I haven't tried it. It's
1: disgusting. Okay, like one of what? the worst things I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life. And you know I love cheese, cheese dip, nachos, and Moe's. Moe's has a great one. Chipotle, not good.
0: I mean, can you get specific why it's not good, or is it just? First not good? of all, the
1: and I've had it three different times, so it's not like I tried it once. Chipotle, like all I from, gave the you same, three no, from the same strikes, all from the same, location? all different, oh, all different locations. Here we go. Okay. It's very, very thick, like really thick okay like i i want to you know like when you go to like tijuana flats i actually have to put napkins down in between the cheese dip bowl and myself on the table because i will drip as it gets to my mouth because it's so creamy and like slides off the chip which is mm-hmm. great it should be hot and steamy and creamy this stuff is just like dipping it into like cheese oatmeal like it's just <laughs> thick
0: that's Wait, that's the awful. grossest description of anything I've ever heard is cheese oatmeal.
1: I and mean, then it almost has like this burnt taste to it. Like this like they tried to put some sort of gourmet cheese cheese in that's maybe has like more of a rustic uh you know, wood taste, but it's just burned. It just tastes burnt and thick.
0: Is it supposed to be smoked?
1: I don't know. It's terrible.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. We don't often talk about things we don't like on this podcast. It's
1: true. You can tell that
0: <laughs> I'm probably
1: like a little feisty after not eating for 14 <laughs> days. <laughs> I've been living off of uh, chicken and vegetables. So Sounds very healthy. It is. Do you feel <sighs> better? I I feel lighter. I feel less bloated. I'm definitely fitting into my clothes, um, but I do at times feel more cranky. And like my coach Heather was like, "Have you had your? Have you experienced your natural burst of energy yet?" And I was like, "Um, I don't." <laughs> and I hate saying no to her. I was like, um, well, I'm I'm waking up in the mornings really well, but I know the reason this between me and you, and I guess now the world." The reason I'm waking up well in the morning is because I'm not drinking the night before.
0: Oh. So I don't sure. I don't think it
1: has to do with natural energy. It just has to do with the fact that I'm not hungover. <laughs> Anyways,
0: I, I just I I just love that now it sounds like you were hungover every day of your adult life. <laughs> I'm not. I know you're not, not every day. But it was just really funny when you said it. Yeah. And what is on your wish list?
1: A long-handled dog pooper scooper.
0: A long... This is fair. <laughs> you did your homework today. I like it. The answers I are did. coming real quick. A long-handled... <laughs> a long-handled what? Dog pooper scooper? Was Just there another Dog word?
1: pooper scooper. No.
0: Um,
1: Long-handled dog pooper scooper.
0: The kind that's like a claw? That's what my mom has. The kind that's a claw. Listen,
1: I don't care what kind it is, but as long as I don't have to put my hand into the plastic bag anymore and then oops it had a hole
0: in it you know i use these um plastic bags bags called flush puppies Mm -hmm. i get them on amazon and you can flush them down your toilet
1: see i like that but here i still don't want to bend over
0: no i get it it's not
1: fun like my back is starting to hurt in my age and like anytime (laughs) i bend over i'm like oh i could like cringe when i get up And this dog takes just the biggest poops. And so I'm like out there forever searching around. And he doesn't do it in one spot. He does it like all over the backyard. So I have to like take a walk around my backyard. Like, oh, I just want something where I don't have to bend down.
0: Are you just letting the dog out and you're not watching him? He's just out and he does his business and he comes back in. And then you have to go search for it?
1: Yeah, at night. So in the morning I take him out, do our thing, and that's fine. But at night... When I get home late, I just let him in the backyard. He runs around. He plays. I throw the thing, but I can't see. So then in the morning, I go back out, and I have to look
0: for it. I I can't relate to that because I walk my dogs. I don't. We don't have a yard, so um, it's not a big deal. But um, I really want you to have that pooper scooper. Yeah,
1: a lot. That way I don't have to bend over. Like, I already got one of those. You know the dustpans that have the long handle on them? And then you Mm -hmm. pick them up, and they close automatically? I already have one of those, so I don't have to bend over to do my sweeping.
0: So really all of your appliances, or not appliances, but domestic tools should allow you to not bend over anymore. Correct. I 100% support that. So that's my wish list. I like your wish list. Um, mine. Oh yeah, <sighs> what's your wish list? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine doesn't exist in the world, but what I want is a cast. Again? I know. Well, these are wishes I want
1: (laughs) it wasn't like magical like creating
0: things out of thin air wishes we didn't specify that when we first started doing the podcast so just to let you know you're doing like an amazon wish list and I'm doing like a genie in a bottle wish list but I think (laughs) that they both count okay um I want a cast iron pan that is not four thousand pounds Oh. But I mean, I think the definition of a cast iron pan is that it's made out of cast iron and cast iron is 4,000 pounds. So yeah. I know that that's not going to exist. But I do want a pan that I could possibly put in a suitcase and bring with me from housing to housing to housing that would accomplish what a cast iron pan accomplishes. You could just
1: carry it like your carry on.
0: They're 4,000 pounds. My shoulder would fall off.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, they're really heavy. But I really like cooking with cast iron. And so, um, you know, being in, uh, because I live in company housing or theater housing or wherever I live all throughout the year, one of the biggest things that I miss is having my kitchen stuff yeah, and having a kitchen. And so so I'm missing, you know, I would like a wok and I would like a cast iron pan and I would like a Dutch oven, like that type of stuff so that I could cook more complex meals than what I'm usually able to cook. And so that's the thing where, that I want right don't now. you just
1: put that in your writer?
0: Must have cast iron skillet? Yeah. You're brilliant. That's exactly what I'm going to do.
1: And that way every time you go, it's like that's, you know, part of the deal. You can have me, but <laughs> I also have to have a cast iron skillet. Yeah.
0: And meanwhile in the office, they hang up the phone with me and they roll their eyes and they go, there's <laughs> Lulu again with her need for a cast <laughs> iron skillet. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) so silly so that's my wish list
1: i think that that's not necessarily doable but i think the writer is
0: yeah i mean technically anything can be done with a writer right
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) all right there was one artist i heard a story about that asked only for green m&ms
0: i've heard that i think it was i want to say it was van halen but i could be completely wrong and um it's basically so that they know that somebody read every single thing in their writer.
1: Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's so brilliant.
0: I I don't ask for stuff ever. I know you don't. I want to, I basically want people to come up with it for me and I want to not have to ask. Yeah. And then you get to go, Oh,
1: okay. That's so nice of you. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Um. All right, so, well, we breezed through that because I feel like now it's time to do 10K Days.
1: Uh, well, listen, that's why we're here.
0: Well, that is why we're here. <laughs> uh, why don't you go first this time? Okay.
1: Okay. All right, My 10K Day.
0: By Allison Burns. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Once upon a time. <laughs>
1: My 10K day is happening on Como Coco Island. Oh. And that is an intimate private Maldives island resort in the Maldives. Maldives? Maldives? So I'm so excited. So they only have 33 suites on this island and the pictures are just exquisite. I mean, the white sand, the turquoise lagoon, it's just gorgeous. So, their most expensive uh villa is $4,000 a night. And that's without taxes. And so immediately I was like, "Yes." And then I was like, "Wait, no." Cuz we're doing two nights. That's like it was almost 10 grand right there. So I was like, I can't just do that. I would be like, I stayed at the hotel 10 grand, like done, we'd be done. So instead, I went the next price up from that or down from that. So I did the one bedroom villa and the one
0: bedroom villa.
1: Yes. And there's only four of them. So a lot of these are suites, but there's four one-bedrooms, and then there's one Como Villa, which is the $4,000 a night. But this is the one-bedroom. And it sits on this secluded jetty, and it has an outdoor shower. Oh, Oh, always. It has a balcony with a day bed, so you can, like, sleep out on the balcony. (sighs) What? I know. And there's a sun terrace that has a table and loungers, and it's just completely relaxing all the time. And with this, the cost of the one-bedroom villa, you can actually upgrade and you can get different packages. So one is like a bed and breakfast package. One is a diving package, but you have to be a certified diver, so I'm not, so I didn't do that one. And then one is the Shambhala spa package. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, so I did that. (laughs) Now, this does include all the meals – So, Uh well, I just decided I'm buying it for the spa therapies and not for the meals. I'm still going to go eat out. So,
0: oh, that's perfect. Yeah, you know
1: why? Because you don't care about your money. Yeah, no, (sighs) it's a 10k day. I mean, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, great. So the spa uh, packages that it includes, it has one 60 minute session of selected massages, um, and then one 60 minute facial treatment per day. So you can get a massage and a facial each day that you're there. Um,
0: Sounds perfect.
1: You can do an Indian head massage.
0: Sign yes. me up. Mm-hmm.
1: You get private yoga, and you get a complimentary non motorized water sport activity.
0: A complimentary so, non motorized water sport, probably like, like kayaking or canoeing, or yeah, or, or like paddleboarding. Yeah, yeah, all of those. Okay.
1: And you get 10% discounts off of any additional treatments in the spa. So Mm -hmm. for the villa plus that package for the two nights is $4,903.04. And that's with tax.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I know. So that's what I'm going to do. So that's where I'm spending the night. When I wake up first thing in the morning, though, this is where I start my uh, luxury breakfast. So, I am doing a private sandbank sunrise breakfast.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. What
1: do so, you mean? Okay, so it's it says during this unique experience, you will witness the first rays of morning sunlight on Ugh. Como Coco Island, over a gourmet breakfast selection served with a bottle of chilled vintage champagne. <gasps> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the white sand and turquoise waters on your very own sandbank.
0: So, is the sandbank? Near your villa, or is this someplace you travel to? It's near it. However, it is secluded away
1: far enough that you're not actually seen because the pictures were beautiful, and you get your own private butler. So there's nothing really around you, and you're kind of sectioned off because you've paid for this private experience. So it has, like, your own table and everything is right there, and that is $358.80. For that breakfast.
0: Wow. What kind of currency do they use there?
1: Well, I forget what it's called. It's it's like Mandal- mandalian something something. Okay. Um, and it was really confusing actually. When I started looking, I had looked at a few other experiences. And at the time I didn't realize it was actually at a different resort. Like how you were saying you stayed at a Como resort. Mm-hmm. So I ended up not using it. But it was written out like it something was like $700,000. It was like seven, zero, zero comma, zero, zero, zero. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to do oh. the converter, but it was like not computing the comma. So then I was like, well, do I put a period in there and do I put the period where the comma was or do I put yes. it where we would have it, which is after two numbers, two zeros on the end. Right. So it was very confusing. But then luckily the place that I'm staying, once I figured out, oh, I need to only stay in this area. It all had the American dollars. So I didn't have to convert anything. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. So after breakfast, I'm going to go do all the spa packages. So I'm just going to stay there for a few hours, get everything done. I'm going to tip $200. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done with all the spa treatments, I'm you mean going... Your,
0: you mean your included spa, like the, yes. what comes with your package? Okay. All the
1: included. I'm just doing all the included stuff. And then okay. I'm tipping on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: once I finish that, I'm going to... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like Thai Undersea Restaurant.
0: Undersea Restaurant?
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Is it underneath the sea?
1: Yes, sixteen feet below sea level. What? Yeah, and it's an it's the world's first all glass undersea <gasps> restaurant.
0: Oh. How do
1: you get inside? Um, I don't know. I didn't look that up. <laughs> oh, that would have been a great thing to know.
0: Yeah, like, do you think like you they have steps and you have to go because sixteen feet isn't that.
1: It's probably an elevator. I don't know. Oh, an elevator. Oh. I was thinking
0: you would be like going into like a cave, going down. Well, down, down, it, down they down, down, showed down, you down. pictures
1: of the actual restaurant because it only seats fourteen people, mm-hmm. and it's completely glass, and there are just fish and sharks and everything all around you, and it's gorgeous because it's out there, so it's crystal clear water, and you're just sitting. In huh. under the sea, it's so pretty and it's spelled I T H A A. So I don't know if it's I, I It-ha. it, it- I I don't know
0: if it- 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 a if a if a me It's a <laughs> you are so quick. In, where's the kitchen? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, is the kitchen underwater as well? Like, how do Probably. they ventilate
1: the stove? Well, I mean, it says it's a glass. Undersea restaurant, not just dining area.
0: Do they serve seafood? Do you think it's weird to eat seafood in the middle of the sea with all the fish looking at you?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they know what's happening.
0: Okay. But yeah, they do. It sounds fascinating. I can't wait to see pictures of it. (laughs)
1: um, They do a dinner menu and a lunch menu. I'm doing lunch because I thought it would be more interesting to actually be under there during the daytime.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Um,
1: so the lunch menu is like one ninety five for the six-course menu. Um okay. but, I, but I opted to upgrade my main course, and then um, I factored in maybe a couple of glasses of champagne or something. So sure. the prefixed lunch menu for the appetizer, it's a butter-poached lobster and white Ooh. peach salad served with sliced <gasps> dried tuna and a vinaigrette. The entree is... Wait, pause. Yes. Dried tuna? Yeah. Sliced, dried tuna.
0: Like jerky? Like tuna jerky?
1: Probably. They're probably like crispy on the top. Oh. Like it gives it some crunch.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, go on.
1: The entree, this is a little scary, but I'm going to try it, is a squid ink miso dashi consomme. Uh Uh-huh served with crispy tofu and rice fish balls, fresh oysters,
0: uh, semichi mushrooms, and edamame. That sounds delicious, and it also sounds very um out of your comfort zone.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm under the water. I'm going to try it.
0: <laughs> um, It sounds awesome to me. I would eat that in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the squid sounds scary, uh, the oysters sound scary, mushrooms I don't like. So there's, there's very little about that, but once again, totally going to try it.
0: That's, oh, God. That's so funny, Allison. You literally don't want to eat anything in that soup, but yeah, but you're going to do it anyway, and that's why I love you.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, okay, so my main course I upgraded from the chicken to the lobster, uh-huh. So I'm doing a charcoal reef lobster. Oh, charcoal what Roof? reef Roof lo- reef reef lobster? Okay, yeah, like a like the reef of the water. Sure, and it is cooked with saffron and espelet.
0: mm I don't know. Mm, no es, idea. What that espelet. is.
1: Espelette. Spell Espelette. it. E s p l e t t e.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Well, it's a chili hollandaise. <laughs> Oh, you looked it up. No, it's the oh. name after that. Esplet chili ho- hollandaise.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so I'm guessing that's like, I don't know. Anyways, it's served with smoked avocado mash. Oh. Corn. Ooh. Tiles? Tiles? I mean, it looks like tiles, but I'm sure that's not it. Corn, corn tiles? tiles?
0: <laughs> corn t-
1: I don't know what that is. And, beet- and beetroot tortellini. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, we know what that is.
1: Yes. Okay. Then for dessert, honey roasted pumpkin cheesecake.
0: Okay. Served
1: with almond milk and thyme gel and a honeycomb foam.
0: Like almond milk on the side as a drink?
1: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's weird. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's, it's poured over it.
0: Uh, okay. Then, okay.
1: Because it says with almond milk and thyme gel.
0: Thyme gel? I, that is very interesting to me. It's not, it's, I would have to, it doesn't make sense to me as a dish, but I would like to see how it's done.
1: Yeah, there weren't any pictures, but. That's okay. Okay. So that altogether is $282 for my lunch.
0: Ooh, nicely done for lunch. Yes.
1: Okay, so after that, I'm feeling inspired by watching all of the animals swim around me. So I'm going to go do a turtle expedition snorkel. Oh, okay. So I take a 20-minute boat ride, and it takes me to where all the green turtles are frequently spotted near the Coco Island. And there I can swim alongside these gentle creatures and the other reef fish. And that oh, that is, sounds lovely. Yeah. $65 for that little adventure.
0: Totally a deal.
1: Yeah. They had okay. this whole go snorkeling with the whales at night. And I was like, mm, Oh, scary. I don't think so. It's nighttime. Yeah. The water. Oh, no. If I can't see it, then my brain goes crazy. And I start to imagine I'm like about to be eaten by a shark. I have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Not good. Okay. So after that. I'm going to go to a 3 p.m. parasailing expedition. Okay. I'm going to go parasailing. It's just what it sounds like. And okay. it's $120 for that. And uh, it said the, the duration of that is 15 minutes. So I don't think they take you up very long. But Okay. It's okay. Um, so instead of going night snorkeling with the whale sharks... I am going to just go see the whale sharks from the deck of the boat. See the
0: whale sharks from the deck of the boat? Okay. Yeah.
1: And what's funny about this whole experience, this whale shark sighting experience, is so you sign up that morning. Then they will call you anytime between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. if they start seeing the whale sharks. Oh, (laughs) And then as soon as they call you out, you have to run to the boat and get on the boat so that you can drive out 20 minutes north to go to the waters to see them.
0: Well, they don't want to waste your time.
1: I know. I thought that was hysterical that from 6 to 10, you're like, well, just get them waiting on the whale sharks.
0: You're just on call. Yeah. Where Where do you wait?
1: I think you just wait at the resort. Huh. Yeah says, we will call you when there has been a whale shark sighting.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Okay. So because I was very unsure about when and if I was going to be out on this whale shark sighting tour,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: so 6 to 10, I was like, well, I can't go eat dinner because I'm going to be waiting. So instead, after the 10 o'clock hour passes and I've seen my whale sharks, I'm now going to have a private sandbank dinner. So once again, I am getting a butler. They have um, set up for me on the beach a canopy, and it's an intimate dining table on the island. I have a personal butler that serves me a five-course meal with a bottle of chilled champagne. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really lonely because it'll just be me, but maybe I'll be like, hey, butler, have a seat. Let's you know hang what? Out. The
0: butler never gets to eat that food. You should totally ask the butler yeah. if he wants so, to eat because it's this is
1: made for two, like the price and everything. So I'll just probably ask the butler to join me.
0: Where does the food come from?
1: Uh, they have restaurants there. They have like but, master chefs there.
0: But is it hot by the time it gets to you on your private?
1: i I'm, and the I'm sure they have figured out a way. I mean, if a pizza delivery guy can <laughs> deliver a pizza you know
0: I hope they have those little oven bags like the pizza delivery <laughs> guy has and they just like zip it open and they hand you your stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's really funny. Okay.
1: <laughs> so listen up though. This private dinner $718.80. What? Yeah.
0: Five courses, butler, and that's for yeah. two technically.
1: For two technically, and that includes um my tip. The twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy, right?
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: Yeah, and it says they like put uh, candles out, like it's supposed to be really pretty. Well, I'm. Yeah.
0: Better put candles out. You're paying them seven hundred dollars for dinner.
1: (laughs) I know. Um, Okay, so that is the end of my day. I mean, I know it was quick, but. It was awesome and I ate a lot of good food because you can tell I'm on this cleanse and I'm like craving like (laughs) private (laughs) cuisine right now. Um, I got all my spa packages. I did lots of water things Uh and my grand total, I kept thinking it was going to be super high because I was coming up with all these really large numbers, but it really wasn't. My grand total is $6,897.64.
0: That's crazy. I know. Oh, that... You know what's funny? Anytime we come in under under like $8,000, I'm like, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so not true. Like, that's not in my... In my um, future. No, I'm not saying ever. We don't know what the future holds that's for us. That's true. That's true. But but I am saying that I know I couldn't do that this month.
1: Oh, yeah. Nope.
0: Oh, that's good. That underwater restaurant.
1: Yeah. And you know what? That's actually how I found... Uh, the Maldives in general, because I actually searched, um, like best restaurants in the world and Mm -hmm. that was one of them that came up and I saw the picture and I was like, that's where I'm going, wherever that is. And it was a, it was like the Maldives. I was like, perfect.
0: I was looking up unique hotels at one point and they have a hotel where the, the bedroom suite is underwater and I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like all night I would be waiting for it to crack.
0: Yeah. I don't want to do that. At all. Yeah. And you have to like take a, you either have to swim or, no, you must be able to take a boat. It's separated from the rest of the resort. So you have to take a boat over to that little hut that has, it's built on, you know, like sticks. And then the, the bedroom drops down into the water. Oh. But you're completely separated from the rest of the resort. I couldn't do it. no,
1: I couldn't do that either. My brain would go crazy.
0: Yeah. It looked interesting, but that's just not my thing. Um, that sounds really great, and I've and yeah. I have I I know sufficiently not enough about the Maldives to not know whether it's pronounced Maldives. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Maldives. Have you been? Yeah, to the that Maldives? sounds weird. Maldives. Yeah, that no. does.
1: Maldives. That sounds much better.
0: Maldives sounds like a place that would have a a Como resort. Yes, agreed. Okay, great. Well, I loved your Maldives trip. Thanks. Um, I went to. A place because this is our March fourteen episode, uh-huh. and so in honor of St Patrick's Day, oh. we're going to Ireland. Oh yay! <laughs> I totally forgot about St Patrick's Day. Yeah, we're going to Ireland, and it this is a place near Kong, which I think is a city, but it could be a county. I'm not very sure it's C O N G and Uh it is relatively near the Galway airport. And the reason that it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, like where am I staying is because we are staying at a castle. (gasps) Oh, like a dream. It, this is a dream. This is a dream. It's called Ashford castle. It's a medieval castle that has been expanded. Um, it's been, it's been turned into a five star luxury hotel And um, it used to be owned by the Guinness family, like Mm -hmm. who makes Guinness? So it's just really gorgeous. It is five-star enough where I couldn't even afford any of the suites that have a name. No way. Like we're we're staying at the suite, a suite. We're not staying in the Ronald Reagan suite or the Kennedy suite or the, like they have all of these different. Um, upgraded places, we can't stay at any of those. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. So we're we're in an upgraded room. We're not, you know, we're in a suite, but it is just a normal suite. Wow. Um, That suite does have a Bluetooth speaker, which you know I always love it when they include yes. a Bluetooth speaker. You never know when you have to turn in an audition. That's so true. And they have 400 thread count sheets. Ugh. I don't know. Everywhere. Yeah. Bane of bane of my luxury existence. Uh but that suite is $2,461 a night. Wow. So for two nights, I like estimated with tax and room fees and all that kind of stuff. I'm estimating that's gonna be six thousand dollars. Ooh.
1: Yes, you are I on know. your
0: way. We are on our way. Okay, so the first thing I do is get a car. Okay. Just for a few hours to get, um, because I want to have breakfast off site. Okay. So we're going to go to a place called Cafe Rua, mm-hmm. which is in, I think that the town next to the castle is called Mayo, M-A-Y-O. So it's in Mayo. It's very near the castle. Um, I'm going to have organic porridge with bananas, stewed Bramley apples, soft mm. brown sugar and cream. Cause it sounds very porridge You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like Irish breakfast, a bacon sandwich, sausages and coffee, like that type of place. And that's only going to cost me $22 with Tim. Nice. So at that point, we go back to the hotel and I have... Oh, the car, by the way, for a few hours cost me $223. Okay. So at that point, I go back to the hotel. I'm going to have the concierge or the restaurant or something pack a lunch for me. So I'm going to go put in my order for lunch. Okay. And I am guessing that that will cost me around $75. Okay. So at 9 a.m., I'm going to do a hawk walk.
1: Oh, okay.
0: A hawk walk. It's a walk with hawks.
1: Wait, like the bird? Uh (gasps) Uh-huh. Oh, hawk.
0: Because they have falconry school.
1: Oh.
0: I know. Doesn't that sound very fancy? Um, So I'm going to... What?
1: Well, you know how I feel about birds. Like, what does that mean? Are they on your shoulders?
0: I think they go on a, on your gloved hand. Okay. I'm not sure if they make it to your shoulders. Um, okay, here let me read the thing, because I don't okay. know the answer. It's a one-hour private hawk walk, which will give you the incredible opportunity to fly your very own hawk under the guidance of your instructor, after you've been introduced to your hawks, you'll set off into the magnificent woodlands to fly your hawks as they follow you from tree to tree through the woods before swooping down to land on your gloved fist. How do they
1: know to follow you?
0: I don't know the answer to that. You mean as Uh. opposed to anybody else that's on the walk?
1: Yeah, like why does your hawk, what makes it, you know, what makes it your hawk?
0: I don't know. That's so interesting.
1: I would do it. Yeah, you'd do it. They're just those things, man, birds can be vicious.
0: Well, and these are like these are hawks, right? So yeah. they have those crazy talons yeah. and, the, and the mean the mean beak. yeah, they can poke your eye out. They could totally poke your eye out. They could, I mean, they can kill you. Can they kill you? I, I don't think know. they can kill you. They can injure you for sure. Sure. Okay. Well, just, I tell you what, I have this all planned for you because if you don't like your hawk that much, have no fear because at 10 a.m. I'm going to archery lessons. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you just tell that hawk, you better watch yourself, hawk. better watch it. Because in an hour, I may know how to fire a bow at you.
1: Oh, I love it. Um.
0: Okay, so I'm going to an archery lesson at 10 o'clock. They have have obviously like what you would think of as shooting archery outside a castle. That's what it looks like. But they also have an indoor center for when it rains. Oh. So you have rubber 3D targets. And it says participants are required to be as tall as the bow. Just oh. to let you know, that's the height requirement. Are you sure the, you're
1: as tall as the bow?
0: I am not sure, but <laughs> we're just going to hope. <laughs> so, the hawk walk cost me one hundred and eleven dollars and sixty one cents. The archery lesson cost me ninety three dollars, and so then cool. I I just I have a couple more um, lessons left still. Okay. So, I'm taking an equestrian lesson plus a trail ride. Wow. And that's going to cost $204. Okay. And then I'm going to take a tennis lesson. Ooh. Why not? Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's one-to-one coaching plus hitting practice, and that's $150. So I've okay. done a bunch of leisure things at the castle. Like if I were very rich and stayed at a friend's castle, this is what we would do that day. Yeah, that right? is a full day already. I, well, don't worry. There's more. Okay, so at this point, I go and hire a chauffeured SUV from the mm-hmm. hotel for four hours because my other rental has expired by this point. Okay. And I'm going to bring my picnic that I had them pack. Mm-hmm. For four hours, a chauffeured SUV from the hotel is $892.80 Whoa. with okay. tip. I tipped the driver. And we're going to go to Kylemore Abbey, which is about, I think, half an hour up the road. Um, it's an old Abbey... There are nuns, (laughs) but it also used to be like a home at one point. It used to be um, a school at one point. There's a lot of history in it, and they're gorgeous. There's a church on board, on on the grounds. There's a mausoleum on the grounds. There's hikes, and there's a walled garden. So I'm really interested in seeing the Victorian walled garden. You can walk around the garden. It's been there for a while, and I'm going to eat my picnic. I don't know if they'll let me do it. I don't know if they'll let me eat in the garden, but that is my choice. But okay. if not, I'll just eat my picnic somewhere. And admission into Kyle Abbey is very cheap, but I'm going to go ahead and get an annual membership to support the Abbey. And that is $55.80. That's it? Yeah. And I'm going to spend, I think I budgeted like two hours to walk around the grounds.
1: That's awesome.
0: So it's four forty five, and now I'm starving. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been walking. So I walked off my whole $75 lunch. Yeah. So we're going to go back to the castle. And we're going to go to tea. You know, I love oh. a tea. As you do in the castle. Well, and yeah, now I'm at the castle. So I have to yes. go and get tea. Um, so they have everything that you would expect from a really fancy tea. Plus, I'm going to get a bottle of Dom Perignon. Ooh. Now... The tea is $55.80, which okay. is actually really comparable because last week I had tea at the St. Regis in D.C., and that was $55. Oh, wow. And so okay. this week, it's almost exactly the same price. Yeah. However, the bottle of Dom Perignon is $483.62. Ooh, for a bottle. For a bottle of Dom. Ugh. So... I'm going to add that on, which makes okay. my tea $647.89. Oh That's
1: amazing.
0: With tip. I know. <laughs> know. Uh, You're so fancy. For tea, right? Yeah. So cute. Um, okay. And at that point, I mean, I've had a bottle of champagne. Hopefully, I shared it with at least one other person that I really liked from across the room, but who knows? Yes. And at this point, it's time to go to the wine tasting.
1: Oh, yes, it which is. is
0: Which is on site in the castle. You okay. go to the cellars. Oh. And I'm going to do the most expensive tasting they have. Mm-hmm. And I have not had any of these wines before, but I have heard of them. They, they always have them in, like, books when people invest in cases of wine or when they steal cases of wine. It's always these wines. So this is the Ashford Castle Premier Cellar Reserve Tasting. It has a Chateau Latour from 1966. It has a Chateau Rothschild from 2000 and a Petrus from 1983. I've never had any of these wines, but I'm familiar with the names of them. And that tasting with tip... Is $885. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Just the tasting.
0: (laughs) It's just the tasting. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Well, I mean, one of those wines is from 1966.
1: That's crazy.
0: And they figured out, they said something on their website. I should have read more into it, but they said that they have a way that they can. Go into a bottle of wine without uncorking it. I don't what? know how they do. it. I know. I know, I should have read more. And I didn't read it. I just saw it and like flagged it in my head, and then forgot to. I don't know if you do this, and then I left the window open to go back, and then opened a new window to continue my research, and then never went back to the window.
1: I wonder so, if they like drill a hole.
0: I think it has something to do with a hole somewhere, and then yeah. a, maybe a syringe,
1: and. Oh, yeah, maybe a syringe.
0: But then there's still a hole after the syringe yeah. goes in. I don't know. Anyway, I can't imagine how else they would taste a bottle from 66, but that's just how it is. But maybe that's why it costs $885.
1: Yeah, that's Okay, crazy. so now
0: I'm um, – I think I'm drunk at this point. I must be drunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I'm going to go – oh, that's what happened. I'm going to go to the spa on site and – It says that hotel guests may wish to arrive in their bedroom robe to help with their continued relaxation. You know what? You're right, Ashford Castle. I do want to come in my robe. So I'm going to come. I'm going to do the Indian head massage, which I think is what you did. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm going to get the Indian head massage. And I'm going to spend an hour in their hammam, which is their steam room. Oh, and they have, yes. you can, you can upgrade it and do scrubs and you can do facials and stuff, but I'm just going to like sit in the hammam and sweat out everything I just drank. Yeah. Hopefully that's my goal. Sober up. Yeah. A little bit. I need to. And, um, don't
1: pass out cause you know, wine makes you hot.
0: Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe I can hire someone to just watch me. Yeah. That's a good idea. And keep me hydrated. Yeah. Um, just kidding. I don't have any money to hire anybody. Okay. So, uh, at this point we're going to dinner and I'm going to stay at the castle for dinner. We're going to go to George five, George V, George five. Mm -hmm. And, um, I put together a very Irish dinner. So I'm going to start with a rabbit loin and leg pie. Oh, I'm doing all of the wine pairings that they have with all of the courses as well. Okay. So that's paired with a Chardonnay. And then I'm going to do the Dune Castle Oysters surprise mm-hmm. with champagne. And then I'm going to have Mrs. B. Tillman's Billy Bye Muscle Soup. Oh. Yeah, Muscle Soup. Okay. Billy Bye mussel Soup. And then um, I'm going to have, oh, this is kind of make me sad, but I'm going to have, oh, this, is, this made me laugh as I was putting together this menu. Um, so the first thing I'm going to have for my entree is lamb. Which I love and I have no, I, I know what lamb is. I know that it's a cute animal. My family has always grown up eating animal products. It doesn't bother me. Right. However, in their menu, it literally says Ackle Island black face lamb. And now I can see the face of the lamb. Oh, um, yeah. Isn't that sad?
1: It is sad. So you're sad because it's the face of the lamb. Yeah, I don't think they should have told me what the face
0: looks like. So the lamb has all of these nice little pairings with it, but one of the condiments that comes with that lamb is smoked garlic, mousseline. Ooh. Oh, wait. It's yeah. Mousseline. It's mousseline,
1: Not Mussolini. Not Mussolini. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Do you know what comes- that is yet? I mean, yes. You know why we know what it is because I looked it up and put it on the Twitter.
1: Oh, what is it? It's moose. Moose.
0: It's like a moose, like a like a moose, but I think it's mixed with cream.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Um. So I'm using the Twitter to put the definitions of things that we didn't You're understand. So smart.
1: That's good. <laughs> I should really follow us on Twitter.
0: Okay. Uh, so that <laughs> lamb. That lamb is paired with a Rioja, and then I'm going to get a selection of Irish farmhouse cheese because I like mm. cheese and oh, I'm in cheese. Ireland. And mm-hmm. it comes on a cheese trolley, which is always really oh. exciting for me. What is it like? Drive up to your table? Yeah. Oh, I have to take you someplace somewhere that has a cheese trolley. So Wait, you're sitting at your table. That's for real. Yep. I was yes. kidding. Wait, it doesn't self-drive. There's a person pushing a cart.
1: Oh, I was picturing like. One of the trains that are, like, on the the little kid trains, you know, for Christmas. <laughs> and and okay. it, like, drives up to your table.
0: I wish that's what it was. And now I'm disappointed that it's literally just a person pushing a cart. But yeah. they come <laughs> and they push the cheese cart next to your table. Oh, okay. And then you point at which cheese you want. And then they put it all, they cut it and they put it on a plate and they give it to you. Yeah. I mean, I still haven't experienced that, but, Yeah. Well, now it's not as fun because it's not an automated, like, <laughs> like big tykes truck. Um, okay, so the, the the cheese trolley, which is just a cart, comes by with the cheese. I get the the, the cheese, and then my dessert is an apricot souffle with goat's cheese, mm. and. I don't know why it said gin next to it, but it made me happy, and so I selected it. And then I'm going to get strawberry wine, Ooh. Um, which I love strawberry wine anywhere that they make it. So that dinner with tip is $264.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
0: I don't think it's bad considering my tea was $647. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so actually it's pretty cheap, I thought, for the type of hotel that I'm staying in. right. Okay, so I'm assuming that dinner will take two and a half hours and now it's 10.30 p.m. And I feel like what I haven't done in Ireland yet is not done fancy things. So right. I'm going to go to a pub yes. near near the castle called Matt Malloy's. Okay. And the, the guy who owns the pub is a member of the Irish um, band, the Chieftains. And oh. so... They have live music every night and it's, you know, it just says it's purposely small so that it feels like like a pub and it's really energetic and it's crazy. Now, this is where I don't, I I felt I had to go experience this because it seemed very interesting, but this is what it says on their website and it kind of makes me not want to go to the pub. The magnet at Malloy's is the atmosphere generated by the presence of Matt himself, the guy who owns it, Mm -hmm. disseminated by by their fascinating staff. Here we go. It builds up with each repeated reel set, R-E-E-L set, packing in the crowds. mm, That's red flag number one. The famous and the obscure pressed chest to chest like Pilchards. I don't want to be pressed chest to chest with anyone. And I don't know what a Pilchard is, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to be like it if yeah, what it it's means is chest like a sardine, chest. yeah, I don't want that no, until the either. music is borne aloft as it authentically should be by a steam train of conviviality, and I just don't know that I want conviviality to be a steam train. yeah, I would rather just
1: sit at a pub on a stool. I don't yes. mind if my knee touches someone next to me.
0: Oh, I don't even want my knee touching someone. But I next definitely to me.
1: want to sit and just yes. enjoy the the. I don't want anyone pressed to my
0: chest. No, in public. Yeah, it seems terrible. <laughs> but I
1: mean, um, but you can stop
0: in. I'm gonna stop in. I'll get a T-shirt. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So Been I budgeted. There, um, I budgeted eighty bucks for drinking and maybe some merch. I'm not okay. really sure. I wish that I drank beer because I'm in Ireland and I wish I could get a pint of Guinness or something, but I that doesn't agree with me because you know I have a gluten sensitivity and beer is the number one thing that my body goes absolutely not. Yeah. So, um I can't do that, but instead of having authentic drinks, I can go to at least to a bar that seems sweaty and gross. But possibly authentic. Just take um, one
1: selfie; you'll be good.
0: Yeah, I'll put on the Instagram, and life goes on. So that's my day, and I got to nine thousand. <gasps> yeah, uh huh. Nine hundred. <gasps> so close. Forty-seven dollars and twenty-nine cents. Oh, that's I know. So good. I know. That's so good. I mean, granted, I'm going to be exhausted because I took every almost every lesson they had at the castle. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Yes, I
1: want to go to Ireland
0: so bad. Me too. Doesn't it look just beautiful?
1: Yes. Ugh. I love their accents.
0: <laughs> I really would like to go and I hope that, that I castle. go. And um I I in both Ireland or Scotland, I just want to go once and get stuck on the road by sheep.
1: Oh, you know yeah, how they're
0: right? like in all the yeah. movies they're like oh these sheep like yeah. I want that picture of me next to a rental car with sheep yeah. in the way and me like oh, I just need to get I just need you to know. check my wifi do you know what I mean like yeah, that's what I, I know. Chris has family in Scotland
1: well let's go I know his grandmother is like full Scottish that's where she was born and then his mom mo- they moved here when she was little
0: hmm. I don't have any Scottish in me but I drink scotch
1: yeah, same
0: difference. You've had it in you. Exactly. I'm basically half scotch.
1: Yeah. Right. The other half gin.
0: Oh, right. These days, I'm really <laughs> enjoying this gin, I have to tell you. Um, maybe we'll, I'll make you a cocktail during our um, during our live taping. Yes. And you can tell people what it's like. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go to your charity? I do. Okay.
1: Okay, so my charity that I found is called Society for Health Education,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, it's called SHE. It, it uses all of the – is it called an acronym when you use the letters? Mm-hmm. So it's www.she.org.mv, and NV. it was M. Oh, wait, M. Oh, like Maldives. Maldives, yeah. So it was started in 1988, and it is meant to enhance the quality of life of the Maldivian families. So what it does is it promotes responsible parenthood concepts, and they facilitate empowerment of women and youth. They support victims of abuse, and then they extend a lot of counseling services to adolescents and families for any types of abuse, um, whether it be substance to, substance abuse or if they're going through um, any sort of AIDS or STD issues um, if they're trying to deal with adoption, just all sorts mm-hmm. of anything that empowers families, these Maldivian families. And so okay. I really thought that was cool. It was kind of a way that the island community is giving back, and it's called She.
0: Okay. I like yeah. that a lot. That's What's really yours? nice. Mine is uh, called Fighting Words.
1: Oh, Uh-huh.
0: Fighting Words Mayo. You can see it at dot fightingwords.ie and I'm going to read what they say as their mission statement. Okay. Our aim is to help children and young people and adults who did not have this opportunity as children to discover and harness the power of their own imaginations and creative writing skills.
1: Oh, um, another is writing about,
0: thing. I know, yeah. I, I, I don't know why I found all of these but it must mean something. We'll, we'll break that down later. Okay, it, it is about using the creative practice of writing and storytelling to strengthen our children and teenagers from a wide range of backgrounds to be resilient, creative, and successful shapers of their own lives. So they do free tutoring and mentoring and creative writing. Um, they do as many children, young adults, and adults with special needs as they can reach. And they have volunteer writing tutors. And their volunteer tutors are writers and professors. Like, they're, they're, they're really... Um, They're industry people, but I copied, um, some of the stories. Just, just a little, like, just a little tidbit of some of the stuff that their children have done. Um, so this is called The Disaster at Christmas. They also don't tell you, it tells you what grade they're in, but because they're not the same as American grades, I don't know what it means, but I think this one was, uh, they're young kids. Yeah. The, The Disaster at Christmas... Wilma the coconut was planning to have an ordinary day. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve and she was hoping to put the lights on the Christmas tree. She also was hoping to stay up late to see Santa Claus. She looked out of her window and spotted a tsunami on the horizon. Oh. <laughs> Wilma quickly called her friend Wilbur the pineapple on her banana phone. Oh my God. <laughs> That's one of them. And then, oh my gosh, is- <laughs> did it say the age? Did I miss the age? It doesn't say, it just tells you what year they are, but I didn't know how they related to our years. So I, I just, and I forgot to like cross-reference that, but they must be little, but here's my favorite one. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's called Kiki the Koala and the Sumo Showdown. Oh. Kiki, <laughs> I know. Kiki the Koala gasped for breath as the evil broccoli closes in on her. A carrot emerged from a hole in the ground and joined the broccoli in the chase. Ah, Bob, help me, screamed Kiki the koala. My nails are going to be ruined. (laughs) 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 Suddenly, an avocado jumped out of the undergrowth and joined the pursuit. Miles away, in a Beijing restaurant... Oh. Bob, I know, Bob was tucking into a delicious meal of noodles, dumplings, and vegetables. Because of his supersonic hearing, we don't know what Bob is, what type of animal, but he has supersonic oh. hearing. Okay. Bob heard Kiki's cries, but because he, oh, there it is, but because he was a sloth, it took ages for him to get to the nail polish shop. <laughs> when, <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> Wait. When Bob enters Chinese Nails, he asked, can dot, 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 I... Dot, 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 have, dot, dot, dot. It basically, can I have no orange, no red, no blue, no pink, he asked desperately slowly. Penny the panda, the Chinese nails receptionist, looked impatiently at Bob as she likes her nails with a... Oh, as she files her nails with a piece of bamboo. It's very specific, this writer. I can see everything that they're talking about. Yeah. Can you hurry up, please? There's a line forming behind you, she snapped as she threw the pink nail polish into his hand. Oh! Bob dropped all the coins onto the floor. Meanwhile, back in the jungle, a cauliflower and a gang of Brussels sprouts have joined in the hunt to capture Kiki, the koala. I forgot That's about a- Kiki. I know, I just wanted to know about Bob, the sloth. I just wanted
1: to see Bob get his fingernails painted.
0: Yeah, well, he has supersonic hearing. They're all so funny. And they have, um, yeah, so they have pages and pages of these creative writing prompts for kids. And they're all like slightly Mad Libs. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it sounds (laughs) like. But also, yeah. Yeah, but also just really interesting. So it's a really cool organization. I like any organization that... Teaches art expression to kids, so yeah, um that's fighting words in that's Ireland. So cute, <laughs> isn't it? I love that. <laughs> oh gosh, I do too. I really like it. It's like so, we should set some of that to music. We should make songs. Oh my
1: gosh, yes, that would be funny.
0: You know, we could probably contact them and make children's songs of all of their stuff. Oh my gosh. That would be super cute. You guys be be on the lookout for 10 K's kids CD coming your way (laughs) because what we need is another project. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) <laughs> well, don't forget, if you have um, if you have creative writing that you want us to set to music, <laughs> we'll do it. Just email it to us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on our Facebook page. We are super, super findable. And don't forget, if you post about or share any of our posts about um, the live taping, which is going to be, um, when is it? Sunday the 25th, the 25th. March 25th. At Freefall Theater, seven PM, we would love to offer you um, a free ticket to bring someone over to the show. So yes. we will we will contact you with a bogo code pretty soon after you tag us. Um, and we hope to see some of you at the show. We're going to be we're really excited about it. We've been talking about programming we have to figure out, this is not going to surprise you, we don't really know how to record a live taping, so we've got to figure <laughs> that out, too. So
1: if our producer it, would ever get a hold of us and tell us what
0: to do. I know. Can you, to play, everyone, please tell our producer to email us at 10kdollardage.gmail.com. <laughs> Enough of this, like, not contacting us stuff. It's no. terrible. Ooh, did that Um, did that Virginia resort ever email you back?
1: No, never. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, no. You know what, guys? Don't. Stay no there. Regret I'm it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thanks to everybody who contacted us this week about our last episode, and um, everyone who, you know, has opinions on how to pronounce Reykjavik or Reykjavik. <laughs> uh, we're taking all of that, and yeah. uh, you got anything else to say, Allie? What's your happy? <sighs> Oh gosh! Well, my happy is that today I saw the national tour of The Color Purple. Oh, you did? I did. I saw them. I'm working in Tampa right now, and they were at the Straz Center in Tampa, and I was able to see them. It's a it's a really beautiful production. The cast is great. The woman who plays Celie is just stunning, and so oh,
1: that's magical.
0: Yeah, I was really really happy to see it. That's definitely my happy for the day. What about
1: you? That's awesome. Uh, my happy is that there's no school tomorrow, which Why? means, is there a holiday? Uh, no, it's like a teacher in service day. They get okay. to work, but the kids get off, but I'm actually happy because it just means I don't really have to wake up and be anywhere. So even though I know my kids will still wake up early, I can just kind of lounge around, stay in PJs. I don't have to rush. There's no like, get your shoes on, get out the door. It can just be a lazy day.
0: Hmm. Mm hmm. That sounds really good. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the luck with your lazy day. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, we're going to end this one here. We'll see everybody again next week. Oh, by the way, oh, we told you a few weeks ago that we were working on this, um, like, small episode on Saturday's thing, and we are still working on it. We apologize for the delay, but we're going to have um, a mini episode coming your way soon, so be on the lookout for that. There are lots of things happening for 10K and... We will see you next week. You know what they say: with friends like us, who needs amenities?
1: Not I," said the sloth koala.